Welcome to Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, a luxury interior designer and construction expert. Educated at the New York School of Interior Design and employed by AD Top 100 firms, I have created a niche expertise in managing large-scale construction projects from renovations to new builds over the past three decades. Today, I'm on a mission to instill confidence in designers through this podcast and my online course, The Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management. Whether you are new to construction management or a seasoned designer like me, I am all about transparency and tactical advice for fellow designers. On this podcast, I share actionable steps, practical tips, real-life examples, and behind-the-scenes tricks that I use while managing construction projects. Not only will they keep them on schedule and on budget, but will give you the confidence to know that these projects will end successfully, protecting your profit as well as leading to a pipeline full of incredible referrals. If you've been searching for support and advice on construction management to grow your skills and confidence so you can avoid the mistakes that I've made in the past, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I want to thank each of you for being a part of this community. Your listens, subscribes, and reviews are what allows me to make this show great week after week. I've got lots of plans for growing this podcast, and that's enabled by you. Make sure to follow the podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a thing. If you enjoy this episode, spread the word. Leave a review and tell your interior design friends how much they can learn from this show. Here we are in the middle of the holiday season and everyone is feeling stressed. And it reminded me that this feeling and some of the actions we take during this time period are very similar to the feeling you get when you're winding down a construction project. So today I want to talk all about how to control the chaos when you're finishing up a project so you can end strong, successful, and frankly proud of yourself as you pivot to the next project. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Like I just said, we are in the throes of the holiday season and everything that comes with it. Regardless of what you celebrate, there's just so much more from Thanksgiving to New Year's that's heaped on our plates, whether we like it or not. And it occurred to me as I was trying to make a game plan to survive another holiday season for myself how similar those feelings were to the end of a construction project. And so I wanted to draw the connections so that you can see, oh, I'm falling into this trap. I need to redirect or pull back and reevaluate my next steps. Because the feeling I hear and feel myself the most is anxiety at this time of year. Now, I did an entire episode last week on anxiety, but this is a different anxiety. This is an anxiety of the moment, right? With the holiday season, for me, my family, we celebrate Christmas. So December 24th and 25th, massive deadlines, right? We are hosting some cousins for an, quote, casual Christmas Eve 
get together, but is it really ever casual? It still needs to be organized. The house has to be clean. Everything has to be ordered if we're not cooking it ourselves and on and on and on. And then the big day, Santa comes, presents are needed, and hosting yet again a more formal sit-down. So that is an anxious thing that I have on my plate to get it all done by that deadline. Well, projects have deadlines. Now, you may not know right this moment that you are going to finish the project you're on on, let's say, February 4th, but you know that it's going to be likely end of January, early February. But as you creep closer to that time frame, you will be given, I think will be done by the second week of February. Now you have a deadline. All of a sudden, the anxiety kicks in because you have a looming deadline that isn't going to wait for you to play catch up. And your anxiety will start building. What have I forgotten? What do I need to get done? Will everything arrive in time? And on and on. It's a very similar feeling that can be controlled with planning. A second analogy from holiday rush to rushing to the end of a project are short tempers, right? You may be going into a store to get the perfect present for someone and they say they have it online. You walk in and they don't have it. And maybe that customer service rep doesn't give you the answer you want. It's not your finest moment, but you snap a little and you get a little snarky with them. I know I've done it. It's never been a proud moment of mine. And I know full well that it's not the person's fault that I didn't get whatever it was I was coming for. Same thing happens on job sites. There's so much chaos. There's so much rushing to get everything tied up in a neat little bow, like a package, that tempers tend to get frayed. And yes, we sometimes tip into cockiness or even being perceived as aggressive because we are all wanting to make the best last impression that we can on this project. And so what do we do? We make lists. I have endless lists. And yes, that is not a healthy thing. I'm well aware, but it's just my process. We make lists. I've got lists for the Christmas Eve meal plan. I've got lists for the Christmas meal plan. I have lists for Christmas gifts. I've got lists upon lists upon lists. And I know you all do as well. Towards the end of a project, you also are creating lists. Some may be in the form of a punch list, but there are also other lists that are going to be formed. You've got to expedite that one last piece of furniture that just keeps getting further delayed. You need to reach out to whomever. Maybe it's your photographer to take photographs. There's lists upon lists upon lists to get all of the pieces to this puzzle in place by the end of the project. So everything feels rushed internally and in your own office, but it also feels rushed On a project. Honestly, contractors are on to their next project, especially if your project is running a little late, and they usually do. So maybe you don't have the full team showing up anymore. Maybe it's two or three guys. Maybe the client's noticing it. They're starting to get anxious, and that's 
coming across as anger or aggressive behavior. Where are they going? I've heard this. I hear contractors leave you behind. They'll never come back and finish things. And you are caught in the middle between knowing that the contractor, it's not his fault necessarily that one project ran long and he has to move on to the next. But on the other hand, you have a project to manage. You have a client to help be successful on this project. And so you are trying to create a balance between knowing the reality that some of the contractors are pulled away, but that those who stay behind are likely very capable of accomplishing whatever it is needed in the end to tie everything up as expected. And how are we assured that everything is tied up before the contractors move on? It's with punch lists, and they can be extensive if you aren't monitoring them along the way. But just like a Christmas list and you realize at the last minute you didn't get a present for your long-lost Aunt Sally, things get missed on punch lists if you are rushing and not being careful and thoughtful as you walk through a job. Now, on the gift-giving side, okay, maybe you've hurt someone's feelings. Maybe that great-aunt is not happy to have been forgotten. That isn't a great thing, but missing something on a punch list may mean that you need to pull that contractor back into the project after he's moved on officially to the next project. And that is not an easy task. And honestly, it can feed the stereotypes that all homeowners believe, oh, they just move on. They don't care about you. They're on to the next bigger and better project. So your punch lists are really critical and need to be well-maintained and monitored throughout the duration of a project. You don't start punch lists at the end of a project. That is the number one mistake I see designers making. And most importantly, with all of this, with the panic, with the stress, with the anxiety, with the list making, whether that's for the holiday season or on a project, is you're not able to stay in the moment. And frankly, enjoy the experiences that you're having. So I know for the holidays, I have worn myself so ragged that I barely enjoy the moment until it's gone. And I regret not taking that time to truly enjoy being around my friends and my family during a festive time where we can all come together. The end of any project should also be that joyful time with friends. Because my hope is that the team has become your friends. You have spent day in and day out for weeks, months, hell, even some years. They should become your friends on one level. And you should enjoy the fruits of your labor. Seriously, it doesn't get any better than walking through a project, seeing your designs in 3D and Technicolor, and knowing that what you built is awesome. So staying in that anxious, panic, list-making mode steals that from you. And I don't want you to miss out on it because it is a lot of work to not only be the only girl on the job site, but to get a project to completion successfully. Not going to lie, it is a lot of work. The bigger the project, the bigger the effort that will have to go in to make it look seamless at the end. And so you must, please, I beg you to take a moment, maybe show up for a meeting a few minutes early if the homeowner isn't living in the house yet. 
maybe linger afterwards. Tell the client, I'm just going to wander around. I'm really excited that the spaces have come to life. Take it all in and pat yourself on the back and know that this is one of many projects that you will feel this way about. Now, what are we all working towards during the holiday season, aside from spending time with friends and family? Well, if you're anything like my children, you're looking forward to the gifts. And of course, again, there's anxiety. Did I get the right color? Do I think they'll like it? Will it fit? Can I return it if it doesn't fit? And on and on and on. It's the same with a project. Every project is a gift. But just like at Christmas in our house, there is some anxiety with each gift. The first gift that every project gives you is new relationships or reinforced relationships. You have just come off a project with likely four, five, six, seven, who knows how many tradesmen that you have come in contact with that now you have a relationship with. You can lean on those new relationships for referrals to next projects. That is a gift. Frankly, it's a gift from your client because they brought the team that you are part of together. The second gift I just mentioned is seeing your work come to life. There is nothing more frustrating than working up a proposal, working through the designs, and having a client say, I can't move forward with it. I can't tell you how many designers I talk to, and you'd think they're upset because of the lost income. They're actually more upset that they don't get to see it come to life. So it is a true gift to see your creative work in real time. Think about that. Really take that in. Because again, there's a whole lot of blood, sweat, and tears behind the scenes that, like I've said before, you don't see on Instagram that went into that one moment in time that someone snapped a photo. And that's your next gift. You have the ability to photograph your work, put it on your portfolio, to splash it all over social media, to put it in a marketing plan so that you can not only market yourself for new work, but showcase how badass you are, not only in your designs, but the ability to manage a construction project from start to finish. Like I've said before, this is a niche inside of our industry, which makes you stand out from the multitude of designers in this country and around the world. And then lastly, we've talked about it, and I will keep talking about it so that you don't forget, your last gift on any project is a client testimonial. There is nothing more valuable than a client testimonial. The photos are pretty, but to know that Mrs. Smith loved your services and got really detailed about how you supported her or how you saw them through a really bad, disastrous surprise in the wall or whatever the case may be, that is a real gift that can never be taken away from you. And it stands the test of time. Unlike some photos, I have some amazing photos of my work in New York City in the 90s. You've never seen them and you likely never will because unfortunately, they're no longer really fashionable. I love them. I know the work that went on behind the scenes. Our clients were unbelievably thrilled with the results, but they aren't going to work in my marketing for new clients in 2024. But guess what? The testimonials from those projects are ageless. 
And so I really want to hit home that those client testimonials are more important than the photographs. And hopefully now you understand why I would say that, because it does seem a little odd. You think, oh my gosh, no, I got to get the photos. Everybody, we're visual people. We need to have visuals of our work. And you do. But photos of your work when you were doing smaller work or maybe smaller budgets, those too will age out as your projects get more luxury oriented, higher budgets, bigger projects. And some of the photos of the work you loved designing and marketed the hell out of them for your next project will likely find their way back into your Dropbox because they aren't the ones that are going to propel you into the next level of projects that you are now working in. So the client testimonials is truly the gift that keeps on giving. And so I want to leave you with this. Finishing a project is exhausting and exhilarating. And I want you to experience both sides equally, maybe a little bit more on the exhilarating side because, you know, we're not masochists. We don't want to just kill ourselves to finish a project, but it may feel like that. So you must allow yourself the exhilarating part. That's enjoying the moment. That's walking through your spaces, photographing your work and getting that client testimonial and ultimately building on the relationships that you built one day at a time on those projects. And my goal on every project is to fight the stereotype that a contractor moves on and ignores the client from that point forward. I even talk to the contractors about it. I'm like, hey, come on, you know the stereotype. You know what they're thinking. You are one foot out the door and you're never looking back. What can we do to prove them wrong? And most contractors are like, great, I'd love for you to help me beat that stereotype. So transparency is key. I've never had a contractor say, oh, gee, Renee, I've never heard that stereotype. They all know it. And most of them don't mean to move on. They just don't have the organizational steps behind the scenes to finish strong. And that's where you come in. So I mentioned punch lists. And of course, they are a critical step in any project. But I have a very different take on punch lists because I don't believe they should come at the end. They should be an ongoing activity throughout the duration of a project. And that may seem odd, but I'm telling you, it is my best kept secret to ending on a positive note on every project I work on. And so if you want more information, this is an entire lesson inside the course because it is so critical to get it right and to get ahead of all the situations that you are constantly hearing about. And if you're at holiday parties this season, you'll hear someone complaining about their contractor. Oh, they left me with X, Y, and Z unresolved and they're never coming back. I know how to avoid that, which is why I dedicated an entire lesson to it inside the course. So if you are looking for a gift for yourself, and by the way, we should all be buying gifts for ourselves because we have earned it and you're assured that you get exactly what you want, the members inside my course will tell you that this is the gift that keeps on giving. They are learning so much about the day-to-day skills that they need to show up confident, organized, in control of the projects they're a part of. And when we built the course, I knew it absolutely had to have a community channel for designers to reach out because no two projects will ever be the same. And I am happy to say 
we have moved it over to a private Facebook group. And the only way it was going to succeed was accessibility. And so last month, we moved it over to a private Facebook group because we're all on Facebook. And already, it has far exceeded our expectations. There is constant chatter inside this group, everything from how to price something out to discussions on the best type of bathtubs for a lesser bathroom to marketing and outreach to industry partners. It's really amazing. It has been such a joy to see this seemingly small change light a fire under the members of the course and giving them that much more personal support than I know we all need. So you can find out all the information about the course on my website, www.divinadesign.com. Email me with any questions you have. We can even jump on a call to go over them one-on-one. But I am telling you from what I am hearing from members across the globe that this one gift they did for themselves has already paid off in spades. And I'm so excited to see where they're going to go, the types of projects they're going to tackle in 2024. So in the meantime, I wish all of you a very happy holiday season and hope that you now understand that there is a better way of tackling the end of projects as there's always a better way to tackle the holiday chaos. Just knowing the steps that you can take to end a project on a strong footing to propel you to the next project of your dreams. I thank you for your time today. I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening. And I hope you heard something that you can apply to a project today. If you're ready to increase your construction projects in your business, check out the details on my signature course, The Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management. It's a six-part digital course that will save you a three-year learning curve, get you profitable, bring in an income and lifestyle that makes sense for you by learning the top strategies, what works and what doesn't, building your confidence so you're no longer paddling to stay afloat or worse, learning how to manage construction on a client's project. Through the course, I'm handing over 30 years of top strategies and advice. Head to my website, devinadesign.com, for more details on the Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management and become educated and empowered for your next construction project.